What's up, guys? My name is Dylan. I'm Aubrey. Come on, Aubrey. Get back in the seat. <laughs> <I'm getting situated. laughs> Welcome back to Mango Memoirs. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. We have already recorded one podcast tonight. Halfway. Halfway. And it wasn't flowing. I shut it off midway because I was like, this is not working. And you know why? Because I turned this podcast into work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Aubrey made a really good point. She did. I said, you're not making it fun. Yeah. Because you were like, this is not flowing. I just don't like how it is. Yeah. I just, it so, just wasn't working. So I, I'm a perfectionist at heart. And I yes. I create content daily. And I want everything that goes out that I make to be perfect. But you know what? This is our podcast, The Mango Memoirs. And we're just going to let it ride. Well, and that's the thing. And then I, Aubrey, Aubrey kind of calmed me down a little mm-hmm. bit afterwards. Well, and she I said, well, well, she she made a good point about saying that this is it's not, be fun this for is us. supposed to be fun for us. And this is something that we get to enjoy. And the moment that we're not enjoying it is w- the moment that we're not going to be wanting to do it. Yes. And we've been so excited to make these podcasts over the past few weeks. Yes. So. I stopped the podcast earlier on because mm. I just wasn't having it. You're having it. And, and so now we're we're going to be talking about stuff that we actually kind of want to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about, we just recently watched Fire Festival on Fire Netflix. Fire Festival. Yeah. And that was, how. what did you think of it? I mean, I remember when the whole like Fire Festival thing was going on. I mean, I didn't see it really being advertised on social media because I don't I don't really follow like a lot of celebrities on yeah. Instagram. I just I just don't because like I only follow people that like I know and like, you know, some like dog Instagram accounts. <laughs> follow more dog Instagram yes, accounts I than do. people. <laughs> I, I probably do. You probably follow more boxers than people. Yes. So so I mean like I didn't really see like all of these celebrities advertising like oh fire festival come to fire festival it's it's lux and it's great gl- whatever like i just didn't see it but like when it started going down of all of like the um, hold on hold on you're oh, getting oh, way oh, too sorry, ahead of yourself sorry, sorry you're getting way too ahead well, of yourself i'm just saying like i like, noticed it hold on when hold the whole on. fiasco you're still, happened yeah you're still getting way too ahead of yourself well, what do you want me to say all right we got to tell people what this is about first okay. All right, so Continue. there's two there's two documentaries out there right now. One's yes. on Netflix, one's on Hulu. Yes, we, bo- if you, we have if accounts you, on both. If you have Hulu and Netflix, you need to watch both, both of them. Yes, because I okay. So I I did a little bit of research after we finished watching it, mm-hmm. and the Hulu ep- the Hulu documentary. Yeah, uh, I ended up finding out that um, okay. Let's let's go back. Fire Festival was done by a guy by the name of Billy McFarlane. And team with Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Well which Ja Rule is was like, ba- they basically made Ja Rule the face of, of the it, yeah, of yeah, the yeah, festival. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And he's basically he was He, he had was, like no part in like planning it. Uh, he did. He well, did. Yeah, he, he, he's trying he to wants, take blame on Yeah, anyway, but he's saying so he's not. This was a festival that a music festival 
that was going to be like none other. It was done on a private island in the Bahamas, in the Bahamas where they were going to have the best acts. But not only that, but there was going to be the hottest influencers there that you were going to be able to hang out with. Yes. And the whole deal was is that all these influencers were promoting the event. So they yeah. paid they paid the production team. They went out there. They shot this crazy promotional yeah. video. And then use that video to promote the festival. Yeah. Now. But you're missing a key point. This festival was basically to advertise and start the production of their app. Yes. Which was Fire, Fire. Which was going to be where you can go and you can book celebrities for parties, birthdays, what have you. Yeah. Is what the fire festival is supposed to be. Yeah. To make to help their app. Yeah. So this was all done by Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule. And if anyone doesn't know who Billy McFarlane is, he also started Magnesis, which I have heard of before. See, I had never heard of before it. all this. So basically, it was a glamorous credit card um, that gave you quote unquote benefits mm-hmm. of being a card holder. So like, but it used you, your like basic like debit card, credit card, whatever. Yeah. On it, but yeah. gave you all these be- so-called benefits. Yeah. And, and if you've ever like heard of the people with the American Express like black card and stuff like that, it's it's kind of like a status thing. Like yeah. if you had this Magnesis card, like you were the deal. Like it's you even though like you were just using your basic like debit credit card. Yeah. Yeah. It was nothing like special, but it made the the appearance of like your top tier. So he he's an Billy McFarlane's an entrepreneur, and that's kind of what he started his whole game on. Um, ended up getting into trouble with it, and ended up shutting down, and kind of went off the radar. Well, yeah. decided to do this fire festival mm-hmm. and and bring everybody on board. So getting back to my point, he hired a production company, um, which I'm actually familiar with the production company. Oh, really? Um, and they went to fire festival. Or not, they went to the Bahamas and mm-hmm. shot this uh, promotional video. Yeah. Bella Hadid. Uh, I mean, it was like Bella and Gigi Hadid. Um, every single Instagram yeah. celebrity girl you can imagine. All these supermodels. Yeah, supermodels, Victoria's Secret models, stuff like that. Yeah. Took all of them. It was basically like a bunch of beautiful, skinny girls. On jet skis and boats. And then a bunch of... White guys. A bunch of, like, weird, nerdy white guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they shot this video to promote the festival, talking about how they had an island that was Pablo Escobar's, like, private island. It used island. to be his island. Yeah, all this type of stuff. Ended up, they got kicked off the island. Because the family of Pablo Escobar said, do not advertise this island as Pablo his, Escobar's island. Which, of course, in the promo video, it said yeah. Pablo Escobar's island. About to sneeze. Hold on. Uh, okay, I'm good. Oh, okay. So they <laughs> ended up going to another island in the Bahamas, Exuma. Mm-hmm. Um, and which was a super small little island in the Bahamas. Yeah, of hardworking people. Yep. But anyway, they were selling tickets upwards of 15000 all mm-hmm. the way up to there was a villa that was $250,000. Or a yacht. Yeah. It was like yachts, villas, and then like I think like they were advertising the bottom thing as like little bungalows or something like that. Yeah. Well, they so they had this they the the people behind the marketing campaign, um, I, I can't I can't say the name on here. I'm not gonna say the name on here. 
Um, but it's the F word and Jerry. <laughs> F Jerry. <laughs> F Jerry. Um, they are. It's a, it's a very popular Instagram account. But they've turned into a media company. A production. Now. Yeah, a production and company. And so they were hired to promote the event mm-hmm. at, through social media. And, so, a, and then a, along with a bunch of celebrities. Well, no, hold on. Oh. They, it was their idea oh, okay. to bring okay. on all the celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took all their marketing budget and gave it to all these celebrities and said, Hey, post this orange photo on your Instagram at this certain time, linking to the uh, fire festival Instagram page. Yeah. And when you go to the fire festival Instagram page, the only thing that was on there was the video that the promotional video that they made Yeah. with a link to the website to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So at every, I mean, every single Instagram celebrity that you can think of all posted this photo at the exact same time. Of course, it's going to get attention. Oh, of course. And within an hour, tickets were sold out. Well, no joke, guys. Yeah. Like $15,000 tickets, $250,000 tickets were sold out within yeah. an hour. Well, and I mean, who the guy that was behind the bl- the orange block Yeah, was very smart. He was saying that, you know... You're scrolling along on Instagram and it's usually like, you know, a bunch of beautiful models, you know, it all is like looking basic. And then you scroll through and you see just this bold orange picture. Yeah. So you're like, ooh, what's that? You go to click on it and then it just goes from there, which is, I mean, it's very smart. Well, and there's this, there's this thing now with the generation that we're in at least. um, And it's an, it's an acronym called FOMO. Mm Mm-hmm. And if anyone out there doesn't know what that means, it basically means fear of missing out. Excuse me. And it's a thing that is really growing on Instagram as yeah. well as any type of social media platforms, especially yeah. with young people. And and this fire festival was literally revolved around the fear of missing out. Yeah. Like absolutely. you don't you you're not here at this event. You're, you're irrelevant. You're yeah. irrelevant. That's basically what it is. Yeah, like and look so, at all everything you're missing out on. Look at all this fun you're missing out on on this beautiful like private island. Yeah. Like look how much fun we're having. Well, and 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 people were literally taking their life savings and spending it on tickets just oh, yeah. to be there so they could get the perfect I Instagram mean, people photo. Spent thousands of dollars. So, people were losing their jobs for yeah, this festival. They were quitting their jobs. So, anyway, fast forward, they get on Exuma and they basically set up this they, they find a place to have the festival at and it's basically a neighborhood development yeah. that hadn't had any houses built on it yet mm-hmm. so literally you can see like cul-de-sacs and stuff like that yeah. but it's instead of coast yeah, it's at the coast but instead of houses they fill up the land with these uh humanitarian tents so like from if a hurricane a, yeah for, if, so if there's like a natural disaster they use these tents for like housing for people that were homeless or didn't have shelter. Yeah. That's so, what they those were the luxury bungalows. Yeah. <laughs> and at the at this time no one knows what's going on. No. Except for the people on the island because that are like kept, helping set up. Because they kept advertising all of these luxury benefits yeah. that comes with oh if you pay this amount of money you can get this luxury yeah. benefit and like so on and well, so forth. Well, okay, and what people don't understand is that like they were they were they didn't have any money the entire time this no. was going on they were spending it all yeah. so if they can if they ended up finding out okay we need a million dollars today to pay this person what they would do 
is list four massive houses that w- apparently existed mm-hmm. for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Four people would buy them yeah. at, for, to to come to this festival and they'd get the money, and and then they would get that money to be able to pay people off. Yeah. But the thing is, is the the houses that those people were quote unquote renting didn't didn't even exist. Yeah, they weren't even there. So fast forward a little bit more. Um, people well, and granted. They literally planned this festival planned, I'm using very like, loosely. Like four months. In like four months. Whereas like a normal festival. Coachella, ultra music like festival, stuff like that. M- years. Like years in yeah, advance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean like it's a year long process. Yeah. Like when they have that event that right after they're done, they start planning the next one for yeah. next year. Yeah. So they had, they used four to five months to plan this, yeah. which was just stupid for the things that they were advertising and like promising people yeah that was going to be there so they ended up fast forward people start showing up and they're they're not even they had a rainstorm the night before so all the humanitarian tents have been torn apart by the rainstorm so the mattresses were soaking wet well i mean the the little like tents as you'd say weren't like completely like waterproof they weren't they weren't like completely sealed off so like all that water got in whatever which they had only put a mattress in they had no sheets nothing none of that just stuff. a mattress so people start showing up and realize that they're going to be stranded here um well they first take them to this like local bar yeah that doesn't really matter but just to get to get them drunk yeah and so they 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 basically realize that they're going to be stranded and yep. they have to spend the night there. And yeah. they say that it was probably one of the worst nights ever. And yeah. then they start handing out food. And the thing that went viral because of this, there was a there was an image that a guy posted. <laughs> and, and it was really funny. The guy from F. Jerry uh, made a really funny point. Um, he said that with all of their social media posts and everything, they had people with over combined, I think, close to 100 million followers. And they said that it took one kid with 400 followers on Instagram to make Fire Festival go Go viral the way that it did. Well, and go down. And go down because he posted a photo of a box lunch that had two pieces of bread Bread. with a piece of cheese. And then, like, a tiny little, like, lettuce with, like, some tomatoes on it. Yeah. Calling it a salad. Yeah. But that that was their meal. That was their gourmet meal. Yes, their gourmet meal that they were promised. And so when that was posted, I think most of the internet blew up knowing that That's this festival. That's where I had like seen like, oh my gosh. Yeah. This thing is not legit. Yeah. So people were stranded. People were stranded in the airport. There's no flights from the Bahamas to America because nope. they didn't charter them. Well, it was a, a tiny little airport that just had, like, small planes landing in it. So it's not like a major airport where there's multiple flights well, and, going in but, and out. But you got you to gotta understand that the, the way flights work is we fly all these people over there. Yeah. Like, so when, when you buy a ticket online, this is, this is how kind of how flights work. When you buy a ticket online, especially if you buy it super early in advance, there may not be a plane out there right now yeah. that was take will take you. But if enough people are interested, they'll create planes. They'll like get create planes flights. together and to have a flight that goes there. Yeah. So 
these all these people had bought these tickets. Yeah. But they all when they all bought the plane tickets, they all said that their return flight was after the festival was after the festival ended. Yeah. So these flights, these these uh, these airplane companies, they were under the impression that they're going to fly all these people down there, but they were not going to need any planes back in this country until after the festival to fly everyone back home. Yeah. Well, everyone gets there, realizes that they're in a really bad situation. So they all rush back to the airport, but there's no planes there to take them back because they, they hadn't planned for that. So it ended up, I mean, I think the, the government ended up getting involved and getting planes there and getting people out. But Billy McFarlane was in a lot of trouble. Oh, he was in some deep, deep doo-doo. Yeah. And I think now he's facing up to 60 years in prison. Well, because there was a bunch of fraud and yeah, yeah. all of this stuff. And, and I, mean, I, won't, he, I won't get, into, was, I won't get yeah. into it, but he ended up creating another... He ne- he, he committed more fraud after this. When this, he was on... Um, but th- that doesn't really matter. It. Yeah. Um that doesn't really matter this part of the story. If you well, want to, if you want to, yeah, if you want to, if you want to do more, if you want to find out more, you can go watch these documentaries, um, from Netflix and Hulu. And I would watch both if you ha- are able to, if you have the capability of doing it, um, because it, it, it shares two different sides yeah. of the story. Yeah. The Hulu version actually has Billy McFarland in it. Mm-hmm. They actually and interview him. Yeah, they interview him. And I did a little bit of research on my own because I wanted to find out who the production... Co- Whenever I watch documentaries and stuff, I always like to see like who the production company is behind it, how they achieve certain things. And I really, really wanted to know how they got Billy McFarland on the Hulu documentary. Yeah. So I did some research, ended up finding out that he was paid $250,000 to be on this documentary. And he was going to take it because he needed that money. And all he would have but to that's do is not just the say, point. I can't answer that question. That That's not the point, though. The point is, is that a production company stooped that low to pay a guy that has committed so much fraud oh, and know. gave him $250,000. And that's what I didn't. So when we, when me and Aubrey started watching the Hulu documentary, you made me turn it. Off. I made you turn it off right away because I saw it as a, uh, a promo piece for Billy McFarlane, a well, redemption you, story for Billy McFarlane, which it wasn't. And it can be I taken certain it, ways. I didn't see it as they were taking his side, like poor Billy, like. Look what you, no, you got yourself in a but mess, you gotta, but you're okay. It has a deeper meaning, though. It has a deeper meaning of Hulu gave him a pedestal to express his voice, and they shouldn't have done that. Well, from from a from a creator standpoint, you do not give the people that have caused so much pain to other people a voice. Well, I know. Netflix did an incredible job. Oh, they did with giving the people that were hurt the most the voice. The, mm-hmm. There's a girl, uh, a girl that owned a, the bar that the you were talking bar. about. She lost over fifty thousand dollars of her life savings having to pay workers well, money because that, that was the thing. All these people, they like worked these locals so hard day and night to try and get this festival up and running, and turns out they never even paid them i mean they worked like literally 24 hour days yeah and they were never paid yeah and so so this girl this girl was stuck with having to pay fifty thousand dollars of her her to her workers and ended up because of this documentary someone set up a gofundme page and the last time i checked it was up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah 
which is just awesome. But I was, yeah. I was, I wanted to see, I, whenever I watch documentaries, I get sucked into it so much that I kind of want to find out the backstory. So I went to Instagram and looked up Ja Rule mm-hmm. to try to figure out what he's doing. Yeah. And I was reading through the comments because he was like posting all these pictures and everything. And what's really ironic mm-hmm. is so when Fire Festival was created. Yeah. The whole purpose, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, was to promote their app, Fire. Mm-hmm. And for anyone out there that didn't know what it is, it's basically a booking talent agency. So if if you wanted to have Coldplay at your birthday party, you could literally go on this app, say, hey, my birthday is here. I want Coldplay. This is how much money I have to, to pay. And then it's a, it's a tender, but for talent. And they Coldplay would get a message. It would say, "Hey, this person wants you at their birthday party. This is how much they're willing to pay." And Coldplay could deny, deny or, or accept, accept it. it. And that was the basic concept of it. Yeah. So if I wanted a Instagram model at my, I don't know, birthday party, what you want I, an what, Instagram I, I, model I, for? I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But if I wanted one, I could pay them $100,000 through Fire. Fire gets a commission, yeah. and they come to my birthday party, and that's just how it goes. And that's, But then that's how they make a lot more money. Yeah. They're able to market themselves through this app. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's funny mm-hmm. is after all this stuff went down, of course, Fire went out of business because of Fire Festival. I guess. Um, which... Actually, the the app developers of Fire tried to separate themselves from Fire Festival. It never ended up working out. Um, they interviewed a lot of the developers of the app and the Netflix documentary, mm-hmm. um, which was really uh, a, a cool insight. Yeah. Um, but Ja Rule now owns a business called Icon. That's the exact same thing. It's the exact same concept. They he is now. Re- they just he rebranded it and put a new di- different name to it and a different logo and it's literally the exact same thing where you can go on there and try to book talent yep for your personal occasions yep for your bat mitzvah and your birthday party. he is promoting the mess out of it and the thing is is that like if you go on his Instagram and scroll through comments like most people support him and then you have the occasional like I can't believe what you did to all those people, but they, he has so many people protecting him. Oh yeah. But he's also deleting comments. Yeah. But the other day, can he, you like, I know on YouTube you can monitor, you can make different phrases or words. Yes. You delete. can do that. You can do it on Instagram so, too. So they, they talked about it in the documentary for fire festival. I was just making sure I heard the, it right. And, and I'll, I'll kind of back up here. The, the fire festival guys, um, the social media team, they were actually instructed by Billy and I think his name was Grant. He was yeah, like Grant. a he was like a a producer of the event. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh he was very involved. He in was it. very involved. He actually directed them to put certain keywords in like fake, fraud, um uh, even fire festival. Even fire festival like if if they they put these these uh these words in so that if someone commented any of those words, their comments would automatically be hidden. It wouldn't be deleted. The comment would be hidden. Okay. So then people couldn't see it. Yeah. 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 Um, and so what he's, what he's doing now is Ja Rule is actually like 
having stuff deleted and he's like filtering stuff out. But because he, of all, both of these documentaries coming out. But he posted something the other day. I want to see if he still has it up. I'm pulling up my phone real quick. Let me see. He posted a screenshot. I'm going to show it to Aubrey. He posted a screenshot of <gasps> the Bahamian uh-huh. girl. This is He posted the screenshot of the girl that lost a lot of her, her money. Trying to pay her workers. And she said, he said, my heart goes out to this lovely lady. <gasps> and then he says her name. I don't know how to say her name. We've never met, but I'm devastated that something that was meant to be amazing turned out to be such a disaster and hurt so many people. Sorry to anyone who has been negatively affected by the festival. He's just trying to cover his butt. Someone someone commented and said, finally apologizing only because a Netflix documentary has exposed him. Pathetic. Because the thing is... Fire Festival happened a year and a half ago. Yeah. And a now year he's and a half just ago, And now out. you're just saying that yeah. because of these documentaries. Yeah. Like, that's crap. Um, but then he also Sorry. was recently on a, uh, a podcast himself where he openly admitted that he had a lot to do well, with Fire Festival. At first he was saying like, no, 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 I didn't have any part of it. I was basically just the face of it. And then he gets a little the po- all the po- the whole the whole podcast is they're just drinking. them getting drunk. Yeah, they're taking shots. Well, after he gets a little liquid courage, he says, "Well, I mean, really, this whole festival was my idea. Yeah, I came up with this whole festival and like gave them all the ideas." But he's not having any of the repercussions of it. No, but he's literally not. taking the business idea behind this whole festival and is now starting it himself. Yeah. Which is just absolutely ridiculous to me. And I've seen so many different like commentaries on this. Mm-hmm. And every single person just is absolutely disgusted with the fact that this guy has scammed so many people out and of he's getting millions of dollars. I mean, even investors. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the FBI is involved in this investigation because like investors have lost a ton of money. Well, millions of he dollars. Was sh- he was covering his books or whatever you call it. He was making it look like... I have all this money. Yeah. He and, said he or like some He said so he 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 whenever he whenever you go to an investor mm-hmm. and ask for like them to invest in your company, you have to prove certain amount of yeah. monetary values. Exactly. And oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. one of the things he said is that he he ended up telling investors, this is Billy McFarlane. He told investors that he had 25 million in the bank. He was a millionaire. Yeah. He said um, which actually in the bank he only had sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing with the magnesi or whatever it's called. He showed investors that I have like over five hundred thousand like users of this card when really he only had like twelve thousand. Yeah, he didn't have any users of the card. No. Um, and then he also told uh he also told investors that he had over like twenty. 500 shares of Facebook stock. Um, but he only had, I think like a thousand dollars worth of Facebook stock. Um, so it ended up coming out to, I think he ended up scamming around or he, he scammed about $125 million out of investors and people that bought stuff. But you got to think too, like, um, well, and another thing he was doing with this whole fire festival was this, cardless payment so you load this wristband up with money and that's how you can buy like your meals drinks 
you know, what other benefits they had at the festival. Yeah. And they were like, you know, you can add as much money as you want, but most people are putting like $3,000 at minimum. But it was just a quick way for them to get cash. Get more money to work on this festival. Yeah. Well, so like I said, I always like to do my research on production companies. Mm -hmm. And the production company behind the Netflix documentary was but was the same company that was hired to actually film the festival yeah and they didn't make any money from the festival of course like all the other people they were never paid no so what they did was uh use all so the way the documentary is shot most of it is footage from the festival and when this production company was hired, Billy McFarland literally told the production company, just film everything. Yeah, like we want like the every, behind the scenes. We want stuff. everything we want everything filmed because they hoped that Fire Festival would be a success and, and this documentary, documentary would be about, about it. it. So how they created what this it. production company ended up doing was they figured out, okay, this was a massive failure. So let's turn this around and make a documentary on the fact that it was such a disaster. It was a, such a disaster, and that's oh, oh there she there's goes. There's a dog barking outside. Uh, that's how they ended up making their actual money that they were supposed to be paid by Fire Festival. That's crazy. But it's smart. Oh yeah, it's, it's absolutely smart. smart. But oh my gosh. Hey Dixie, come here. Chill hey. out. It's okay. Um, it it's actually. I, I did the research on the production companies, like I've mentioned so many times. And the Netflix documentary was made by the F. Jerry guys. Yeah. And they excluded one guy. It was the guy that they they had told to go work with Billy. Yeah. On the, like, what was it? On the social media part of it? Yeah. Which is just, like, crazy. Yeah. So, so... The the documentary they kind of interview a lot of the guys from F Jerry, and in in the Netflix one. Yeah. But the entire time, there's this one guy that's always missing. They're never mentioning his name. They're not really mentioning anything. Well, this guy ends up showing up in the, the Hulu, Hulu documentary, and so it's and funny like, because was, it's so like it, well, it's a it's a side media. it's a side plot. Yeah. to this whole like fire festival thing about like how even though all this stuff happened there's people even when this do- these documentaries were being made there's people that turn backs on each other and oh, that's absolutely. the craziest part to see is that like people are still being affected by it like this social media guy that basically came up with this entire concept was thrown under the bus by the F Jerry guys yep and now he's having to deal with the repercussions of being sued by people mm-hmm. because he was the one that came up with that whole orange box that was yeah. posted by all the social media well, celebrities. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, if you definitely if you're if you're big into documentaries, even if you never excuse me, good gracious, I don't Dang know why water man. makes me burp so much. Wow. Uh I don't, if even if you're not into festivals at all, if you've never even heard of Fire Festival, I'd highly suggest that you. It gives a very good explanation of it, even if you don't know what the f- what the whole fiasco of Fire Festival. Well, if, even if you didn't even see anything when social media was like yeah. was blowing up about it, like if you haven't ever seen any of that, like 
yeah. that doesn't matter. You need to watch it because oh, yeah. and it and it, it it works with all ages. Oh like, yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that like you if you watch it and you're a lot older, like it'll still just be absolutely incredible that this guy got away with so much. Oh yeah. It's so just so there there's one on Netflix called. I think it's called Fire Festival. Uh, I, Is I don't it not think Fire so. Festival? I don't know. You can search fire on Netflix. It'll show up. You'll search fire on Hulu. That'll also show up. Both great documentaries, both produced by incredible production it's companies. It's called Fire, the greatest party that never happened. That's on that's, Netflix? That's on Netflix. Okay. And then the the Hulu one's called Fire Fraud. Yes. Um, And like I said, just incredible documentaries uh, shot very, very fire well. Fire is spelled F-Y-R-E. Yeah, Fire is F-Y-R-E. <laughs> Um, but yeah, check them out. Seriously. Great documentaries. They'll be yeah. out for, for a while. It's definitely the, the latest, cr- uh, craze of, well, a lot of people are talking about it again because it was a whole thing of when it happened in 2017 that like, oh my God, look at this festival. That was just a, basically a complete disaster. And then it was forgotten because it was a whole like, you know, phase thing. You have this whole fiasco. Look at it how disaster it was on social media and then it just dies. Well, and but, now but, it's being but brought it, back up. it blew up on social media though, oh, because, because all the people that were there were rich. Yeah. And people love seeing rich people rich suffer. Rich white people, yeah. I mean, like, they were saying, like, it was... What did they say, keep saying on the documentary? Something about, like, it's... It's like payback to all the rich white people or something like that because they were talking about, like, there's no running water. There's no, like functioning toilets and everybody was making a joke about like well they they never been camping before and stuff (laughs) like that so it was one of those things that it blew up so much because people love seeing rich people suffer yeah well and the thing was is the only reason i knew about fires festival is like because we watch youtube a lot so we saw all of these YouTube influencers talking about, oh my gosh, we're about to like, we're preparing to go to fire festival, like, you know, da 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 da, and then like that's the way I knew about fire festival, yeah. and then it blew up with the whole sandwich deal, yeah, and that's when it really hit, and that's where I saw noticed all of the stuff yeah. about fire festival. Yeah. Well, hey, um, that was. Go go check out those documentaries. Seriously, go check yeah, them out. They're really good. Um, and we really do appreciate you guys listening to this podcast today. This is we've been literally sitting at this table for like maybe close to two hours now. Yeah, probably because <laughs> of the first podcast that never worked out. Um, and we're gonna have podcasts like this where we don't really talk about like couple things. We just want to talk about like something that we're interested. Well, this in is or, this is mango. You know? mem- so like this is we call those mango memoirs. And if you don't know where mango comes from. Um, if you're new here, uh, there was my nickname in college uh, on the football team. Um, and when we got married, it was just kind of one of those things that we embraced and we're the mangoes now. And yeah. mango memoirs, we, we kind of started out with our podcast talking about relationship and couple things. But at the same time, and we will and we we'll, will. We'll continue yeah. to do that. But it's this is a memoir and we kind of want to be able to talk about what we're interested in in that time. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those things that has been on our mind recently because we just finished watching the documentaries. Yeah. And so we kind of just wanted to kind of talk about it and share our experience with it. But as well as 
get your opinion on it and allow you guys to be able to be interested in maybe wanting to watch it. Um, it they're great documentaries from a creator standpoint. Yeah. They were shot fantastically well. Oh, they were I mean, beautiful. it was, it was I mean, beautifully. Like, I mean, everything was done how very it's well. Edited everything. Yeah. The so interviews. Go check it out. Um, we are putting out podcasts every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, so make sure to go on Apple Podcast and subscribe there. We're also putting out um, video versions of this on YouTube. If you don't have like a podcasting app, if you don't have Apple Podcast, you can actually go to uh, I don't know how you're listening to this if you don't have Apple Podcast, but you can go on our YouTube channel, The Mangoes. Subscribe there. I post all those on there as well. We're gonna try to do some like vlogs and stuff. I'm gonna try to put some stuff up there. Yeah. Um. I kind of wanna. I kind of wanna do that a little bit. I continue to say that I want to do that, but yeah, I don't know how many times you've said this year. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing daily vlogs. I for can't a do. Year. I can't do daily vlogs. No. These podcasts right here, even though they don't take that much, it's it's they're it's hard. hard. It, they're hard work. But yeah. I mean, I want it to be fun. So hey, thanks for listening to us. Uh, and we will uh, talk to you, I guess, what, on Tuesday? Tuesday. All right. See you guys. Bye.